Hi there, welcome to the Your Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Horvath, and I'm grateful that you are here investing your time to listen today. The purpose each week of this podcast is to serve people like you and like me to know, live, and love the purpose we've all been created for. Each week as you listen, you're going to discover practical, emotional, and at times spiritual tools to help you know, live, and love your purpose. I'll be sharing from my life in an authentic, transparent, and genuine way, as well as bringing on guests and experts who will share their fears, failures, challenges they had to overcome to succeed, to know, live, and love their purpose. I'm glad that you are here today, and I can't wait to hear from you about this episode. You ready? Let's do this. Hi there, Brian Horvath here, and welcome to the On Purpose podcast with Brian Horvath. I'm so glad you're here as a guest and uh, a guest hanging out with me listening, and um, I'm really excited about today's podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to create a winning game plan for your finances, and this is way number two out of the seven ways in seven days to change your financial future forever. Way number one was a firm foundation for your finances, how to build a firm foundation. We talked about that in the last episode. In this episode, we're going to help you discover the life-changing strategies that will help you achieve your goals and bring your dreams to reality. And I believe that's with creating a winning game plan for your finances. And so today's objective is to help you create a winning game plan with your finances, for your finances, on your terms, not somebody else's. You know, there's a lot of gurus out there, a lot of experts, a lot of opinions, a lot of, uh, and, and, and all that's good. None of that's necessarily bad. Um, or none of it's bad, but um, of course there is some bad advice too. And uh, we've all been uh, maybe um, privy to some of that, unfortunately, right? Maybe we've taken even that bad advice and gone the wrong way uh, with our finances. But in this case is I want you to understand that no matter what you do, no matter how you choose, your definition of success is not the same as somebody else's. And so success is what? How is that defined? Success is defined as a, I believe, a progressive realization of a worthy dream or goal. A progressive realization of a worthy dream or goal. That's success. And so that doesn't mean you've arrived at success. It means every day we want to get after success because it's progressive. I mean, it's a progress. We're progressing or it's a process even. And we're realizing over time. We've not arrived daily. We've not arrived monthly, yearly in our lifetime per se. It's we want to focus daily on success. And so it's kind of like that um, phrase, that Latin phrase, carpe diem, right? Seize the day. So today, let's seize the day, right? So today, by investing in yourself and equipping yourself and getting fired up here about how to create a game or winning game plan for your finances, you're investing, you're succeeding, you're pouring into yourself. And I'm really excited to serve you with today's objective is to help you create that winning game plan for your finances on your terms, based on your definition of success, based on seizing the day today, overcoming obstacles and embracing them as opportunities. And that's so hard. That's so hard for me. I just had a conversation with my wife the other day. It's like, I do want things to go perfect. And I I know that I know that I know that they're not, but yet somehow, some way I wake up in the morning, things are going to just go my way. And, um, gosh, you know, so I struggle with this stuff too, sometimes about going, how do I seize the day? Don't look at the big picture per se, but look at the little picture and make it a mosaic today of a big picture. That's going to be our life and our life success. So today, will you be with me? Will you seize the day today? 
Will you define success on your terms and go after that today? Well, with this podcast, we're going to help you do that with your finances. So a quick review. Remember, and we talked about in way number one, if you if you haven't listened to that yet, go ahead and, and go to the last episode and check it out. But the most powerful tool you have, we have, all of us have, is our ability to choose. And so keeping that in mind is we want to choose today to create a winning game plan for our finances. And there's some things we need to understand about money before we start working out that game plan. And one of it is it's not actually money is not actually difficult when we decide to keep it simple, when we decide to keep money simple, right? And we have to make a choice to keep it simple. There are a lot of things out there, a lot of noise, a lot of conversations, a lot of advice, a lot of things to read, listen to, watch. And it can be really confusing sometimes out there in the marketplace, in the world, in your home. But if we keep it simple, it's going to make the challenges that much easier to overcome or that much more, uh, give us more of the ability to overcome those challenges. Right. And so I think about it in like a, a kind of a sports analogy, this game plan you want to create is something that will keep you on purpose that will pull you through the difficult times or help you overcome, um, the obstacles in your life. And so like a football team, for example, they get together after a game or before a game, uh, or I would just say before a game, and they put together a game plan, right? The players, the coaches, they watch all the film of their opponent. They they do their due diligence and scouting reports. They figure out what the team's strategies have been in the past against their own specific team. They get a lot of input, a lot of data, a lot of research, and then they go about using their talent that's on their team to defeat what they consider the enemy for the week, right? The, the opposing team. And so... In that same vein, what we need to do, if we're going to win the game this upcoming week, we need to gather information, gather data, get details, and put them into a game plan in an orderly fashion, keeping it simple, that we can walk out throughout the game or play out throughout the game that plan that we've created for success, that winning game plan. And so once all that data comes in, all the input comes in, they start practicing the plays, right? They start going, okay, this is what we decided as coaches is the way to, to strategize and attack the offense or attack the defense of the opposing team in a football game. And this is who we're going to use. And this is how we're going to use them. And this is what we're going to do to work this all out, right? On both sides of the ball, offense and defense. And they do their final walkthroughs. They come up with a playbook. And then they get the quarterback, like the strip of plays, right, that he wears on his arm so he knows what is what and what he's going to call when and what situational things he may encounter and how to go about acting out on, the, on that game plan. And what they do is actually script. A lot of teams script the first so many plays to see how the defense is going to react if you're talking about on the offensive side of the ball. And they chart out, well, what worked? What didn't work? Let's do more of this. Let's do less of that. Let's just tweak both sides, whatever the case may be. And that's what I'm trying to set up for you with your winning game plan for your finances. With a firm foundation, we started gathering input, gathering data points, figuring out what what we have to work with, right? And in the winning game plan, we're going to keep it simple, but we're going to start putting in an orderly fashion as we creep up to actually walking out our game plan against the opposing team. And in this case, we'll call the opposing team the resistance. So are you ready? I'm ready to help you. I'm ready to serve you. And I'm ready to give you. Next, the money is three things and three things only.
Okay, awesome. So we're back and I'm really excited about money is three things. So money is three things. There are only three things that we can do with money. And this is really important fundamental stuff when it comes to creating a winning game plan for our finances. The only three things we can do with our money, and I want you to consider three buckets, right? So if you were about to get a load of cash, what would you do with that cash? How would you divide them into three different buckets? And here are the three buckets. One, give. That is one of the things that we can do with money is give it away. Whether it's to a charity, whether it's to a person, whether it's to a school, whether it's to a relative, whether it's to um, a church, whatever the case may be, give. That's only one thing. You, that's one of the things you can do with money. The other is save, right? What do we save? We save our money for retirement. We save our money for wealth building. We save our money for um, things we want to purchase in the future. We save our money for things like Christmas or car insurance if we pay it every six months. You know, those are some of the examples of what we would save money for. Maybe save money for college, you name it, right? We save money for emergencies, things that are going to happen. We don't know what they are, but we just tag it as an emergency and it's going to come up. So we need to have saved money for that. So we avoid uh, debt and all those kinds of things. And then the third thing, this is my favorite. The third thing you do with money, there's only three things, is spend. Woohoo! Right? Spend. And so, you know, on all kinds of things, you name it. Um, I love spending money. I mean, I'm... My, uh, my wife's the saver. I'm the spender. I, I like to spend on purpose. Um, I like to go on vacations. I like to, I love to use technology. I love to um, buy different software packages for my business. I, I love to like go out to eat. I like to get my kids little gifts or whatever the case may be, go to Disney World, whatever the case may be. I, I like spending money. I, it, it, I don't know, good and bad, I guess. But um, so there's only three things we can do, give, save, and spend. Now you can think about them as buckets or in the case of a winning game plan, you can think about them as players on your team. And so you want to give your money direction into these kinds of buckets, or you want to give your money, let's consider it the ball. And you want to give the ball to certain players on your team. You want to give your the ball to the, the give person or the give player, the save player and the spend player. Right. And so it's kind of just thinking of like that. Hmm. Who am I going to give the ball to? Who can I trust to get the job done based on what my goal or my opportunity is here? Give, save, and spend. Keep it really simple, folks. Money is three things. Now, how do you manage these three things, right? How do you play? So to play any game well, I'm going to talk about our football game here. You need to know the rules. You need to know the rules. You need to know where the end zone is. What are the out-of-bounds markers? Uh, what can I do? What can I not do on defense or offense? Are, are we allowed to just have people running over the field or only certain people allowed to go downfield? Are we able to um, pull on somebody's face mask or jump on their back? Or, you know, what are we allowed to do and not do this within the rules? So to play this game well and money, you need to know the rules. Okay. And you need to understand, like I said earlier, that one of the rules I like to consider, one of the uh, frameworks is that money is a tool to get the work that you're trying to get done, done. Money is a tool to help you know, live, and love your purpose. It's not your purpose. It's a tool. And so what else you need to know to play the game? Well, you need to know the objective. I mean, right? The objective is to win. So, but how do you win? How do you rack up the points? You know, what, what's the time limit on how long you have to rack up these points? You know, so the rules and the objectives go together. And to win at the money game, I believe you need one key factor. You need the monthly budget. You need to have a monthly budget or let's call it a monthly game plan for your finances. The monthly budget is like your playbook. It's telling these players what to do, telling these players what to do. And the money, like I said, in these three buckets represents the players in the game. You're telling your money to go to the give, 
category or the give bucket, you're telling it to go to the save bucket, you're telling it to go to the spend bucket. And when do you want to do this? You won't want the players and the coaches don't game plan after the game has already started. They don't game plan when the game's over. They may do an analysis of what went well, what didn't go well, right? That's an after action review or um, kind of thing. But uh, you got to do it beforehand. And so in this case, before the month begins, you want to coach and instruct the players on your team that give, save, and spend players on your team on what they should do, how they should behave, how they should operate. You're the coach. You're the money manager. You're the owner um, you know, of, of this money. You're the manager. You're the coach. It's your money. Do I need to say that again? You're the coach. It's your money. Now, there's opportunities out there to be told how to do it, what to do with it. We have kids. We have we have uh, family members. We have uh, maybe creditors. We have all kinds of things coming up. And when as soon as we decide that we're going to do a budget or create a winning game plan for our finances, a monthly winning game plan, man, you can bet your bottom dollar that you will face the resistance. The resistance will rear its ugly head. It will say you shouldn't, couldn't, won't, never have, never will. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? You're going to miss out if you don't spend money on this. Um, you know, people are calling you, telling you what to do with your money. They're asking you to go on trips, vacations. And depending on what your game plan is for you to win at money, some of those things may be the antithesis of what you're trying to accomplish. And that is the resistance. And so a good coach helps the running back see the hole to run through, through the offensive line and through the defense to gain up that, gain that first down. The coach helps the quarterback see coverages or helps the quarterback to see the playing field differently than he had on that last series or that last play or that last half. And so in this case is you're the coach for your money. Your money is going to want to do whatever it wants to do. It somehow has this pool to go to spend if you're like me. And sometimes it has that pool if you're if you're like my wife or maybe folks that love to save, it just sits and save and you don't have um, a lot of ex great experiences. Now, my wife likes to have experiences, so she's not fully in that department. I'm not painting that picture, but sometimes people just want to save, save, save and not enjoy life at all. And so I think there's a balance there. I think there's a balance there. But no matter what, just like you, your money will also experience the ups and downs of all arounds of life. And usually it's that pe pesky resistance that rears its ugly head. And so a winning game plan defeats the resistance with the creation and application of a vision and a mission statement for your finances. Now, a vision, what is a vision? A vision is a preferred future. It's the why we're going to do anything with our money. And, and that could be good, bad, somewhere in the middle, whatever the case. And remember though, folks, your vision is your vision, not somebody else's. The moment you decide to put out your vision for your finances, whether publicly or just personally, the resistance is going to come. But remember, like we said earlier, this is your plan. This is on your terms. This is not on Brian's terms. It's not on your best friend's terms, your family's terms. It's you and your spouse. If you're married, getting together or you and your accountability partner or your buddy or someone on your dream team getting together and saying, this is what you have to find for your finances. And that is a vision. What do I want to see my money do for me? How do I want to see my money being used by me? What do I see at the end of the day for how much money I could have in a certain amount of time? These are all kind of preferred future. 
It's not today. It's in the future. It's what you prefer your future to look like. That's vision. That's vision. If you don't have vision, good luck leading a solid life with regards to your finances. You got to have vision to go forth and accomplish your dreams and your goals, bringing those dreams and goals to reality. It's the why you do what you do. It will pull you through when times get tough. It will pull you through when time gets tough. Check out my uh, dream list exercise. I call it live your dream. And that really is a part of it, helping you brainstorm your dreams, 100 dreams in 12 different categories. I learned from a book called The Dream Manager and will help you really get excited about how you can use your money as a tool to accomplish these dreams and goals. So that's a whole nother podcast. But we got to have a vision. You got to have also have a mission. And a mission is a blend of our skills, abilities, personality traits, our values, and our dreams and goals. It's the how. It's the how we do what we're going to do. And I got that definition of a mission from Dan Miller, who wrote a book called 48 Days to the Work You Love. And I've been using it for years ever since that definition. The mission I love is it's the how. It's how you're going to accomplish the vision. It's how you're going to accomplish the vision. Let me paint it to you this way. You want to get to a mountaintop and you're at the bottom. Okay, you're at the bottom. You can see the preferred future. It's to get to that snow-capped mountaintop, which is pretty cool. My wife actually hiked Mount Kilimanjaro. Um, pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. And so just she would really pick up on this. And so what does a mission look like? A mission is what my wife and her team had to do to figure out how to get to the top, right? Who's going to carry what? Who are they going to hire to lead them? What are they going to pack? What are they not going to pack? Um, and how are they going to tackle day by day that trek up the mountain? How are they going to get to the top? How, how, how? That's the mission. Because let, let me tell you guys something, right? The moment someone takes a step off the wrong in the wrong direction and tumbles down the mountain, that's going to put them right back where they started from, right? If they don't chart that out, they're kind of just, well, case sera, sera, whatever, whatever, whatever happens, it happens, right? And that may get you there. But many times it doesn't. And so you got to have a mission. You got to have a focus on where you're going to go next, how you're going to get there. So you got the vision, it's a preferred future, it's the why, and you have a mission. You got to have these for your finances. This is the start starting point for the winning game plan. So you got to ask yourself, what is my preferred future? And if you're listening to this in a place where you can pause, pause it and write down, what do I see for my uh, vision? What is my vision statement for my money? What is my vision statement for my money? When I close my eyes and see my future financial picture, what looks different than my reality today? What's my preferred future? And then your mission statement. Your mission statement says more about what you won't do with your money than what you will do with it. What you, it says more about what you won't do, meaning it narrows the focus of how you're going to climb that mountain, right? It narrows the focus. So there's a, probably a lot more on that list that you can't do, won't do, shouldn't do to get up to that top of that mountain peak in the right amount of time, getting up there safely and bringing as many people with you as you can, because not everybody makes it. Now, the third part you want to have is your goals. This is what I call VMG, by the way, a vision, a mission, and a goal. Goals are different than vision and mission. They're really bite-sized visions, goals are. So visions over a long stretch period of time, goals are little nuggets that lead up, little breadcrumbs that lead up to you accomplishing that vision. And the mission, of course, is what keeps you within your boundaries and within your guardrails. And the goals are the what, the what specific you're going to do, 
the missions, the how you're going to do it, and the visions, what you see at the end of the day and getting there. So your monthly budget, now we're talking about your monthly budget or your winning game plan, is really monthly goal setting. And so I suggest, and I learned this from Dave Ramsey, have your budget done before the month begins on paper, assigning a name to every single dollar. And Dave actually has an app called Every Dollar under with under that um, that idea and that concept. So it really has worked for many people. It's worked for me and the thousands of people I've been able to help over the years. And so what you want to look at, these goals are simple and they're broken down into two categories. Depending on where you're at right now today, you want to look at your right now money goals, meaning with money I have today, the right now money I have today, connected to what money I need to spend in the next month. That's what you want to focus on and budget first. And essentially, these are your needs. Taking the money you have right now today in your bank account, money that's available to you to use, to give, to save, to spend. What do you have right now and how are you going to leverage it? How are you going to use it to tackle your needs? And your needs are things like your home, roof over your head, your food, your clothing, transportation. And then you also have future goals, future money goals. So right now, money goals and future money goals. And this is a part of the winning game plan. Right in the beginning, the first quarter of the football game, you got a couple goals. You want to get active. You want to get ahead. You want to start scoring early. You want to figure out what plays work and don't work. That's the right now goals with your money. The future money goals are you're not going to start playing the fourth quarter when you're still in the first quarter, but you know that fourth quarter is going to come. So what do you see the scope of the game plan for the whole the whole game? This is where you talk about your wants, and it's okay to have wants. Don't let anyone tell you you shouldn't have wants. You were there are dreams that God has placed in your heart. And money is one of the tools to help you get there, right? We talked about that already. So your future money goals will be desires. What are your desires? What do you want to go? What do you want to do? Who do you want to see? Who do you want to take with you? What do you want to experience? What do you want to eat? What do you want to drink? What do you want to, you know, uh, what sunset or sunrise do you want to see? Uh, all those kinds of things, right? Maybe you want to have kids. Maybe you want to have your kids go to college and one day move out of the house. Whatever the case may be, these are future aspirations and desires. What kind of lifestyles and luxuries do you want to experiment or explore? Or maybe you have a really big need one day or want one day to have a foundation or to give a lot of money away. Again, your terms, your goals, your game that you're playing. I want to help you win that game. So um, let's take a break and then we'll get back to the podcast and we'll talk about the formula for your winning game plan. Okay, so we got the formula for our winning game plan here. So far, we talked about a lot. We talked about our objective on your terms. We want to help you to create a winning game plan for your finances. We talked about money as three things, give, save, and spend, right? And we talked about how to coach your money with a vision, a mission, and a goal. Now we talk about the formula for your winning game plan. And the formula is this, create a zero-based budget using this money formula. A zero-based budget, folks, is basically telling all your dollars what to do on paper before the month begins and spending it all to zero. All to zero. You got it? So all your money you want to tell what to do on paper before the month begins in the categories between your right now money goals and your future money goals. And that's called your monthly budget. And the zero-based budget allows you to use this winning formula. Take all your income, folks. Subtract your expenses 
and you want to equal zero. Well, what if you have a surplus or what if you have a deficit? You take the first run at your budget, right? You list out all your income, you list out all your expenses, and then you're either negative or plus. Okay, well, here's what we do. We want to take whatever negative we have and find a way to do what? Either earn more money, spend less in some of the categories that you've organized your money into with your right now money goals or your future money goals. Or we want to sell some stuff to help us get to that um, zero. Now, if you have a surplus, great things to consider. Did you miss something on your budget in the giving, saving, or spending area? All right. But even and if you just say you didn't, that's fine. But we want to get to zero. So take that surplus and go add that money that's plus and put it into categories within your giving, saving, and spending. Ultimately, what you want to do is line up your income minus your expenses and equaling zero. Doesn't matter how you do it, it's your choice. But using the framework, using your vision, your mission, your goal, creating a winning game plan, keeping it simple, using the formula of income minus expenses equals zero, you'll find that you'll be in um, living out your successful money game plan quicker than you ever thought you would, especially if you don't have one at all today. Right? So very exciting stuff. There's a lot more to share about this. And that's in my course, seven ways in seven days to change your financial future forever. I encourage you to check it out. Go to seven ways hyphen seven days.com. And when that course releases in a couple of weeks, you can start knowing, living, and loving your purpose for your finances. Remember, folks, money is a tool to help you accomplish your purpose. And there are way too many people out there not able to accomplish their purpose or their dreams that they have in their heart because money's been a stumbling block, not a building block. Do not let that be you. That was once me. That was once me. I goofed up with money over and over and over till I finally got so bloodied. I was enough is enough. I need something to change. I want to help you change your financial future forever. Seven ways in seven days. Bite-sized chunk, bite-sized nuggets, more content like this podcast, but broken out into modules, broken out into exercises, along with some extra special coaching from me to help you do it, to not get overwhelmed to see it not as an obstacle money challenges that you may have, but as an opportunity. Seven ways in seven days to change your financial future forever. You can do it too. It's going to be fun doing it. And it's not based on what I think you should do. It's based on what I come alongside you and help you do what you want to do with your money. Hey, great having you on the podcast. Feel free to share this with other folks you think may be encouraged by it. And um, I look forward to seeing you on the next one. In the next podcast, we're going to talk about um, how to start saving something. You know, most Americans cannot come up with enough money beyond $400 if there's an emergency. And that's just the tip of the scale about what we'll talk about and how to start saving something. Don't let that be you. It doesn't have to be you. And I want to help you learn how to and discover how to start saving something.